This Versus the World Radio production was sponsored by the University of Advancing Technology. UAT offers degrees in advancing computer science, game programming, network security, robotics and embedded systems, game art and animation, game design, and serious games and simulation. www.uat.edu Gentlemen, welcome to the conclusion of the Penny Arcade Exposition Prime 2010 coverage on Versus the World Radio. I am Gnomewise. I am Daxa. I am Grail. And lurking in the background is our guildmate, Ragok. Yar! You need to get much, yeah. much closer to these mics to be picked up than that. Uh-huh. Sorry Eat about the that. mic! Eat it! Eat, Eat it! Eat it! If you're not touching the phone, that is Ragok, a.k.a. Reggie. I have to get a closer Hi. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? We're sorry. That we're, we're starting off with we're sorry. Yeah, let's just apologize right at the get-go here for being completely sleep-deprived, very tired, yes, and what he calls it. mildly inebriated. And I blame Misty for this. Only one of us is that. Yes, that's true. Just one of us is inebriated. Then the rest of you fail. And then there was a kind of silence. All right, so let's start off where we left off. (laughs) We left off on our first day of PAX. We arrived. We did the first day. We did our wrap-up. Day two. And then you heard nothing of us. I'm sure you thought we died. Cricket, cricket. Now, do not fear. There will be a a large amount of pre-recorded content that will be posted to the site and to the RSS feed. So do not do not panic. Do not. We just we're not in a place to do a lot of live streaming. We've a very large amount of recorded straight to MP3 content that will that will come to you all. So be calm, breathe deeply, and content will come to you. So the second day, we started off by um, attempting to get into a panel, which we thought was going to be, you know, one that wasn't going to be too full, but was interesting to Grail and I because of our son, Aridan. And it, Io and I. And Io and... Well, let me get to that. And Io and... <laughs> and known because of Nemesis and Arch Nemesis. We thought it would be kind of interesting. So... We um, decided to go to the Raising Generation Geek Generation 2.0, and we went there 35 minutes early, and when we got there, we were turned away because they were at max capacity already, which happened a lot at this PAX, unfortunately. But So we ended up going and doing other things. Many and varied things, such as attending the live Dungeons & Dragons session. With Will Wheaton, Scott Kurtz, Mike Kralik, and Jerry Holkins, which was an order of magnitude more entertaining than you would think it would have been. Watching four guys 
play D&D. It was amazing. On its face, it does not sound entertaining. But well, a room full of rules, lawyers, nerds. There's there's one important piece though you missed. There's those four players, but they also brought in Chris, and I can't remember his last name, but who works for Wizard of the Clo- Coast and is one of the developers of D and D. And if an there, awesome DM. if there's something such as a professional DM, he was it. Because, man, did he run a great game. And it helps when one of the players is a very artistically uh, inclined in terms of uh, uh, Mike or Gabriel. He designed this massive set for them. Mm -hmm. Plus, Wizard of the Coast then provided some beautiful new miniatures for them. So that helps the experience, too. (laughs) Just a little bit. So that that was the one actual full panel we attended and... Daxa did attempt to video the whole thing and oh, stre- you guys owe me big. stretched it across three different recording devices. And we're attempting to stitch it together for you, and we'll post it on the site in the next day or two here. And we have to because it's freaking hilarious. It is It is worth watching. If you have had any interest in tabletop gaming in the slightest over the last few years, then you should watch this because this is tabletop gaming done right. Now, the one thing I never got to ask you guys is, which one of the group was the munchkin? Munchkin? Munchkin. Yeah, the guy that always has to have the best armor, the best gear, breaks the rules to his advantage. That's Jerry. That's uh, uh, that's uh, Tycho. Uh, yeah, uh, he wasn't a munchkin. Tycho was, was the one who had the best grasp of the rules, though, I would say. Oh, yeah. Yes. He yes. understood exactly how far his character can move, what his abilities did. He made a great comment during one of it where he wiped out. They've kind of taken out some of their heavy opponents, and they had a couple minions left, and they hadn't quite gotten in range of the other big bad guys. So he goes, you know, my my abilities I have left right now are way too good for these minions, so So I'm not going to attack them. I'm not going to do anything this turn. (laughs) And it was like, really? You're not going to do anything? No, my stuff's too good. I'm going to save it. (laughs) My stuff's too good for these. Okay. So that was so many good one-liners. The entire... D&D session, which went way over time, was just freaking awesome. But yeah, the D&D session, in the end, it was just like a million other D&D sessions that I've played in, in terms of the banter. And the, it, it encapsulized why you play D&D, because yes. it's a social game that allows you to talk and have a blast and have fun with your friends. With a room full of rules lawyers. <laughs> they were they kept forgetting to use your action point of all <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was entertaining. So, oh yeah, I could do that. Thanks guys. <laughs> or shut the fuck up. I'm pl- oh excuse my language. <laughs> <laughs> we're a little tired here folks, so um, this is not Shut the heck up. This is my game was another I one. did a webcomic for twelve years to earn this seat, so shut the beep up yeah. and leave me alone. Scott Kurtz, we love you, and don't worry about it. <laughs> that was funny. But don't forget about the part where it turned into Choose Your Own Adventure. Oh, yeah, they did awesome. do a permutation where they would throw up onto the big projection screen the text to this location, your vote, for what the NPCs do next. So who does the ballista with the flaming AoE attack target next? And we all got to, to vote on which character. And, and when Mike started talking smack, of course, he got completely crushed. Like, dude, I wear cloth. So, yeah, the audience very nearly so killed ta- very nearly killed Jim Dark Magic. That was freaking awesome. That was much fun. Yeah. 
Now, Raggy, you got to do something that we did not get to do. Yes, I did. Which was to attend the Star Wars The Old Republic MMO panel. They covered quite a bit there. Uh, it's, you know, it, it started off with a uh, presentation, a nice little uh, uh, CG uh, intro into uh, Force Unleashed first, where they started building up the story of what's going to happen there. And the, the two designers that were primary in Bioware and working on Old Republic decided to give us a little insight into what's really going on. So they started off with that. Raised a little questions about the game, a little interest, and then they broke right into Old Republic. That's pretty awesome. Do you, you also said that they uh, they talked a little bit about where, where we were at lunch with Raggy, so we were discussing this a little bit, and you were talking about how they were, how they did the "I'm good, but my group is evil" part of the right. So I mean. While there is no while there is no real choices, everything is just yes or no. I'm going on or not. This one, it's oh yes, but I I'm really dark side on this one, and it's going to be a group vote. So you're in a party of four. You're doing a quest. Three of your guys decide to take the dark side route. Fourth guy decides to take the light side route. For the light side guys, like ah, I'm screwed. I'm going down the dark side now. The way they described it is you're going to be the guy in the background waving your hands going, no, no, I just want to talk. While the other three have put a bullet in the guy's head and he's laying on the floor. And they look at you going, oh, we want to talk? So the, the, the guys who wanted to go down the dark side path, they, they get their dark side points. And then the, uh, the people wanted to do the light side, they get their light side points for saying, no, we maybe should not do this. Exactly. You're not going to be burned for running with a group. You're, you're not going to be taken down a path you're not comfortable with. But they found through a lot of their playtesting, people that want to go the light side kind of group together. People want to go the dark side tend to group together. Except for us, because Grail always wants to be the dark side. Ah, uh, but we can always be the light side dark side. You know, we could be the <laughs> Sith that decides to go out and save the orphanage. Or the one that they gave an example quest... Go collect the crystals out of this uh, the uh, tombs on the, the Sith homeworld. Come up, and you're jumped by a guy and his little cronies. You beat him down. He goes, oh, I'm sorry, but I can't ever get through the temple. Will you give me your crystals? You can always hand it over. Now you get to redo, redo the quest, but hey, there's some light side points for your Sith guys. Interesting. So, yeah, that's one of the panels. Screw that. Grail <laughs> <laughs> is all about the Sith in Old Republic. I see. I foresee uh, Grail killing the guy, looting the crystals off of him or what he had left, and the corpse, and the clothes, and the gold pieces, <laughs> and then just maybe dancing. taking his shoes. Is the person an ogre, uh, organ donor? Because that might also fetch some money. There you go. But no, it's not that I'm all about the Sith. I'm all about the fact that every time we play a game, we always play the good guys. And I'm sick Sunshine of playing kittens. the good guys. I'm calling it now, before this dumb game comes out, that we are going evil. Evil, damn it. Evil. Evil, damn it. Okay, so... Yeah, uh, IRC, yes, we've all lost our voices during this comedy. Yeah, sorry talking about that. Constantly. There's a lot of pre recorded content you guys have not heard yet that we're going to get posted to the site. Poisted, yes. It's <laughs> my God, it's late. Yeah. And I'm tired and old and I may or may have not had some vodka at the lounge. <laughs> may Under advisement from his lawyers, he is neither allowed to confirm nor deny the previous statements. <laughs> he allegedly I love you, allegedly. <laughs> He's pretty. Either way. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you want to beep his face? <laughs> so let's take a little tangent here and talk about Misty. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He <laughs> wants to do what for how many Twinkies? <laughs> Let's talk about Misty. Misty. Misty was this really sure. really nice girl that um, Grill and Gnome were talking so to. Back at, up. No, 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 at, no, at, no. at a bar. <laughs> at the bar. Back up the truck here. Right in the lobby. So we went to Pike Place Market and Pike Place Brewery. So as I wanted Grail and Daxa to see Pike Place Market, which is a tourist destination here right. in Seattle. Major, majorly well-known place in Seattle. And we went to the brewery. The Raggy recommended, hey, go to Pike Place, Pike's Brewery. Great food, good beer, great. And we were returning from that. Came to the convention center. I said, Raggy, you have a car that seats two. Take Daxa. Go to the hotel. Grail and I will get a cab. Which we proceeded to get lost in. That's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> the person who lives in Seattle. Grail and I return. I claim nothing. <laughs> you fail. Grail and I return to the hotel, and they're not here. So we go into the lounge. That's where we said we would meet them. Sit down, and Misty decides to migrate from the bar to our table because she caught Grail's eye. Mistake. Yeah. We well, we made eye contact, and she comes over, and we were still in our. Pax garb, including media hey, passes. What's the badge? And she's like, "What's that badge? Or how those? What are those badges doing?" And I go, well, "They're just hanging." And she goes, <laughs> "Well, we got to talk about this bad situation." <laughs> I said, <laughs> the bad "Okay, situation. then let's talk about the bad situation." You can stay. <laughs> and then it proceeded to become pretty apparent pretty fast that she'd had quite a bit to drink already. You think? And was in that mode of just really, really wanting to talk. Really ask a lot of questions, had no interest in the answers. So I was, you know, kind of half paying attention to her, half paying attention to the football game, and Gnome proceeded to engage her in deep conversation. Hey, <laughs> if you're going to commit, you need He to. committed all the way. 100% I was, commitment from I was surprised. He was explaining intricacies of the iPad to somebody Let who probably couldn't spell iPad. <laughs> So, yes, I, I walk into um, the lounge with Raggy, and then I, I see there's a girl sitting at the table, and I'm like, well, this is interesting, and she's playing with Gnome's iPad. Ooh, um, yeah. And his lawyers would like to reaffirm that he can neither confirm <laughs> nor deny the previous statements. Who are you, and what are you talking about? So basically, he's teaching her about the iPad, and she's going through and going through Facebook, and she's wanting really- to friend on Facebook, as I recall. <laughs> she's wanting to friend. I people. fed her casually hardcore, not my personal <laughs> wait, 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 wait. profile. Facebook or the special Facebook? <laughs> yeah. Facebook. I'm sorry. I've been getting emails from the other one. I just got to make sure. Oh. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> wait, you've been getting emails from Gnome on the other one. <laughs> so I arrive, and she says. <laughs> I can't even finish Don't this say sentence. It. Someone else has got to say it. <laughs> well, no, she arrives at the start and she goes, hey, nice. Hi, I really like your boobs. Boobs, yeah, yeah I really like yeah. your boobs. <laughs> Dax is like, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. These are the random people we meet at conventions. Yeah. So we're all sitting there and we're still chatting and she's telling us her varied life story. And at which point we go, oh, we got a show we got to go do. We start to go. And this is when she goes, I you know, you. I, love I love you all. I want to F all your faces. <laughs> <laughs> 
We are out of here. So come see me in room five, five something, something. To, with a couple guys I just met. We're going to be drinking up there. If you want to come over, we're like. Right. right. But don't forget, she did offer to make us hors d'oeuvres. Yes, she did. True. Yes, she said. I think she said something like, "I have pickles. I can make you food." Yeah, she's got. <laughs> she she had hospitality, <laughs> as she put it. Oh. <laughs> so. That's probably going to be said quite a bit over vent now during our race. <laughs> well, think? And then we <laughs> we get oh, up to leave. Okay, we get up to because you know it's time to go after she wants to f our faces. Um, we get up to leave, <laughs> and she proceeds to shove her face in between my breasts. <laughs> yes, motorboating. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> So this hasn't sold you on a trip to Seattle. I really don't know what would. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this was quite the experience. So that made us a little late, by the way. You think? Um, <laughs> and that's why we are late. But now we are here, and we are off this tangent of Misty, who wanted to say hi to everybody in the internets. Hi, Misty. And um, we are going to go back to... Actual content, yeah. where we are talking. <laughs> Sorry, that was just freaking funny. Pax um, Prime 2003. Pax Prime. So we finished with uh, the various panels. Now, this is one thing I would say for Pax that either means you need to come with an army of people. Luckily, yeah. we had a guildmate here who could cover the Star Wars panel, which was a major one. But basically, the choice was you go to the Star Wars panel, you go to the D&D panel. There was both. no both. If you went to the Star Wars panel, there's no way you could go to Will Wheaton's panel. If you went to Will Wheaton's panel, there was no way you were making the concert. Right. So it was these panels, especially their major panels, were back-to-back, and they were queuing people up an hour before they started. And so thus, and there was and, half an hour between the panels. Right. So there was no attending one panel and then queuing for the next. You had to choose one or the other. Yeah. So, I mean, if there's anything I could fix from there, that would be top of my list. A little bit better spacing with the panels, especially their stuff that's on their major stages. Yeah. Well, you also got to put in the context, they have four theaters running continuously all day long from 10 until 7, 8 o'clock at night. geographically spread out. Hence the problem with growing too fast, yeah. being so popular. They have, they have hit a point of, of popularity where... They've outgrown Seattle proper, basically. That Seattle has given them everything they have to offer by way of facilities to house large rooms with a single presenter or a small panel presented to a large number of people. And that's why they've grown to use the convention center, the adjacent Sheridan Hotel with its large rooms, and the concert hall. Which is a not short walk away, uh, two, three blocks, city uh, blocks. Five, actually. Five yeah, blocks, it was yeah. it was substantial. And I'm not sure they even... The thing is, here's where I think they, they, they failed, is I don't think they knew which panels were going to be popular. Because I sure yeah. as heck didn't think that, that raising Geek Generation 2.0 was going to be popular at all. And apparently, it was super popular. I mean, you know Will Wheaton's always going to be popular. Yeah. And... The D&D, oh my god, that was... Yeah. Well, I mean, I can forgive the side panels, like the Geek Generation 2.0. The stuff that's in the smaller theaters, them not knowing that one of those is just going to blow up, 
that's fine. Next year, put it on a bigger one. However, when you look at some of these major ones, I mean, you know if you have a Star Wars panel and you're saying you're going to have a major announcement about their Star Wars games, you know that's a huge one. Right. They knew before the fact that the D&D panel was going to be huge. Everybody across the forums basically said that's the number one thing they want to attend. Entertaining as hell. And Will Wheaton, they've known in the past, they could already have a good judge for his size panels. Right. To put those all right next to each other is like, call. oh, come on, guys. Spread that out to Friday and, sa- and Sunday. Well, combined with the fact that the thing we encountered was we had the one panel we decided we wanted to go for, which was to watch... Will Wheaton, Scott Kurtz, Jerry, and Mike play D&D Live, a continuation of their podcasted D&D saga. And we showed up wicked early to say, okay, this is what we want. We're going to line up way early. We got up there and we were told, oh, I'm sorry, you can't line up early. And it's like, um... We've already learned from watching the line tracking Twitter feed that if you don't line up early, you don't get in. Was this Saturday morning right first thing off the bat? No, this was midday Saturday. Oh, because I was going to say Saturday morning had a little bit of a snafu with this, the convention staff because they didn't think we could go up above until after 10. Ooh. So oh. even those of us who were in the BYOC or bring your own computer for those who don't know were denied access to everything. No, this was simply the enforcers had been told that until the panel before goes in, you do not allow the next panel to begin queuing. So we got into this weird place of you can't get into a panel unless you queue up way early and you are not allowed to queue up way Way early. Yeah. Now, and I would like to point out the fact that they put these panels together and the fact that it was difficult to queue up, that was the bad part of PAX. Right. Now, that's that a, was it. That's a minority. Everything else, fabulous. And yeah, I mean, and so really the bad part was I wanted more and yes. I just couldn't get more. more. There are not enough of me. Yeah. Yes. And exactly. obviously, if we had some cloning technology, something that would allow us, you know, more Time people. Time travels. <laughs> yeah. Something, we, for the love we, of God. We definitely needed a full crew and maybe a minion or two. In order to um, fully give you guys the coverage we really wanted to bring to you guys, yeah, we couldn't we be just, everywhere. We, there we was needed, no and we needed way. to there be was everywhere. So much, and the interviews that we did, unfortunately, well, or fortunately, took so long because they were so damn good, interesting yeah. that we kept going over. We kept telling people, "Would you just, you know, give us ten minutes of your time?" And ten minutes tended ended up being an hour, and it was just. Really, really a great time that interesting interviews we're going to post for you guys. You're going to love them all. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Saturday was basically the panel day. It was kind of our um, our day to do a couple of things we wanted to do, which was go to the D&D and we'll post that for you yeah. guys, which you'll love. And then after that, we headed on over. Well, we inhaled food. Yeah, and yeah. then very quickly, <laughs> very quickly. I swear, I get heartburn every day I'm here. And then we went over to um, the concert. No, in between that, oh, we actually right. went to the free play area. Oh, which was which so cool. Console free play is one of the best things I've ever seen at a con ever. <laughs> I mean, it was a gigantic room. We'll have some pictures of it where they just had all these TVs and every console from a Spectrum 
all the way up through 360s and PS3s, and all you had to do is walk in with an ID. You say what game you want. They give you game controllers. They give you a station. You go over with your friends and you play. And they have the classic. Free, they have right. the classic, which is all the old stuff. They have the we played Goldeneye and N sixty four, baby. <laughs> oh, and Grail played. What was that game that you played? The uh, the tape one, the one on tape. Oh yeah, it was, it was a Sinclair. Spectrum. Spectrum. Some. Some tape game on... I don't know. The guy was basically like, if you can find 35% of the rooms, I'll give you a button. And I played it for like 10 minutes and I found like 10%. And I was like, (laughs) okay, I'm done. (laughs) But it was... Oh, my God. The space they had was amazing. The way they had it up was very organized. And then we didn't get to do the PC, but we did poke our head into the PC free play. You could also do that. Um, And then, of course, the vendors had rooms themselves where you could go... And do things there. Yeah. Now, also, and I'll let Ragox speak to this. He did the bring your own computer, which was basically free play for the computer, except you had your own equipment. Oh, yeah. And he has to speak about all the stuff that... Cause and the pony. When you speak speak of, to us of uh, pony. Zerg pony. Zerg pony. Zerg pony. <clears throat> so, so the BYOC. Your pony the B- last year. My, my my pony last year was a flop, and there, there'll be a story further on the show Later. about this. Um, but the BYOC is a fantastic idea. You Once you register for all three days, they give you the opportunity to say, I want to join the LAN party. And it's, it's so much more than a LAN party. Sure, you bring up your computers. Sure, they give you a network. Um, a lot of the game companies will donate dedicated servers for us to play. But then they're also doing things like, all right. New competition. This is the MS Paint competition. If I had a superpower, what would it be? And, and it was all it in MS Paint. Everything had to be done in MS Paint. The winner was, of course, Bacon Power, where you could create bacon at the whim of a at the whim of your person. And what did they win? They won a Core i five. Holy you know? crap! So uh, there's their processors being given out. They're they're drawing continuously for these specialized glasses for you to relax your eyes while you're watching an LCD screen. Contests going all the time. Uh, tournaments going on in StarCraft inside of Team Fortress 2, and it's just going and going and going. Um, the overarching contest was, of course, the My Pretty Pony. A uh, little back history on that one. I did the BOIOC last year as well. What I did not understand was Pony was spelled P-W-N-Y. Apparently uh, P-W-N-I-E, according to the judges. <laughs> and then he was quickly counterdicted, which then she came back and said, well, you didn't even spell it right on your own instruction rules. But yeah. <laughs> So last year, I heard My Pretty Pony, and we're all handed up. P-O-N-Y. A, yes, we're handed up My Little Pony to decorate. I took it literally. I was quickly beaten by Bowser Pony, Spitting pon- Pony from Left for Dead, and a multitude of others. Um Apparently, putting lipstick, fake eyelashes, fingernail polish, and wings on a pony does not gain you much gamer cred. You made it pretty. So, this year, I was lucky enough to be drawn again. already had a plan in place. And we had to do my little Zerg pony. And went up against 50 other people. First round was, you know, uh, BYOC voters. Pick the top three, go on to the second round, which is then the top ten get to pitch their ponies. Who does, you know, the backstory, why you created it as such. Unfortunately, due to that, mm, not enough time to go see the, a lot of the panels I wanted, but still made it to a you couple. You made one hell of a pony. It's yeah. a really cool pony. We'll, we will post pictures. They do yes, have photos. We have pictures. But unfortunately, I was overshadowed by the cute kid pair. Yeah. Yeah, totally unfair. The, not their cool. Pony, 
although cute for a, what was he, like 10-year-old and 6-year-old, it did not compare to some of the other ponies that were there. In fact, really, it didn't compare to any of the other ponies that were there. And I totally get that the children were cute and adorable, and they should get huge props for their creativity and for the fact that they did it themselves. But come on, you should have seen the amazing things the adults did with their ponies. So, the, unfortunately, the, the contest progression started out with the first guy being told that by one of the judges he doesn't like portals, so I'm giving him a 2 out of 10. He had a portal-based theme. Yes, a uh, pony coming out one side on the, well, the lower half of the body on one side of the portal and the head on the other. It was really well done. Even had the little spring packs off the heels on the pony as well. Chell pony. <laughs> but he was told <clears throat> by the panel that Portal was dead. It's not funny. It was very opinionated judges. I just don't judges. like Portal, so I'm giving you a two. Yeah. Come and on. these were guys supposedly from Penny Arcade. One was an enforcer for PAX. Um, two, enforcers. two enforcers from PAX. Yeah. And I don't remember what the other gentleman was, but I think he was someone. He was a developer. He was the fiance of the girl who won. No, no, no. That was oh, the guy at the end. That was no, I didn't like oh, Portal. Oh, you mean the guy. jerk at the beginning? No, no. The that second one. Oh yeah, I don't know what he did. I yeah. don't remember exactly what he was, but they were they were giving the person you know harassing. Oh, Portal is not funny. It's so six years no, ago, and we're going. Wow, there's a Portal Two booth sitting right downstairs. Yes, we're out of times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and by the way, Freaking we'll talk awesome. about that later. But oh, dang, yes. but um, you know, moving forward, the scores were slowly getting higher until the kids came, and then it went ten out of ten, ten out of ten, ten out of ten. Because no one wants to crush a kid's soul. No, but then... Holy oh, hands. We made this together. I swear that kid knew how to play the game. Oh, that kid is, is going to be a politician, I swear to God. But from then on, the scores were skyrocketing high. So those of us who went... Oh, God, we overvalued the kids. We need to give these adults you know, real scores. But the, fir- the ones who went before the kids? You got yeah, the we, were, we were penalized a little bit. Though I have to admit, some of the judging or some of the criteria the judge gave for lower scores, like... While your Queen of Blades pony is quite impressive, and I like the fact that you took the time to put on a pile of bones, I really wish you would have cleaned the chicken bones after eating them before putting them in the box, because now the box is kind of sticky. Yeah, that was was gross. But we kind of talked about it afterwards, but the biggest, if it wasn't for a $1,000 processor for first place, we wouldn't have be as opinionated about the judging as it was. But these were some big prizes, and we yeah. spent two days working on this kind of stuff. Because the prizes were worth pursuing. Yes. First was a Core i7 Extreme. That's a $1,000 processor. Next one was a whole Logitech setup, easily worth a couple hundred dollars. Yep. Oh, God, yeah. And it just went from there. Point. I mean, at fifth place, I walked away with a case. A very high-quality case. A very high-quality case, and that was fifth place. So you can tell what the prizes beforehand were. And that's why we were talking that if if they're going to have that type of judging, there shouldn't be such a high um, value on the items they're giving because... Yeah, if you're going to have lame, arbitrary judging like they had, which with people who are just there to make themselves, oh, look how witty I am, then the prizes need to be equally fluffy. I take it you didn't appreciate the two pie for one of the scores. No. Yeah, they were, they were making pie. up numbers and jerking around and just, or a, haha, see how funny I am. The approximate symbol by the numbers, yeah. or the fact that one of them didn't even give numbers. They it were giving letter. smiley faces and letters. And, and, and what? Then they had to try to tally it up, and the whole thing was... 
It was ridiculous. You had a contest that had prizes and an amount of effort that deserved an amount of respect that the judging didn't give And the respect was not giving. Yes, and I'm going to have to tell you that dang, those ponies were sweet. Every single one of them. Lots of hard work was done. And one of my favorites was the Wally presentation because he took an Old Spice commercial and kind of made it, Wallyized it. Waldo. Waldo. Where's Waldo? Sorry, where's Waldo? So he Waldoized it, and that was really But don't forget really to add, the guy who made the Where's Waldo pony was also Where's Waldo was himself. Was also Where's Waldo himself. Yes, and, but, but he did, his pres- part of the final presentation was you would give your pony, your modified pony doll, to the judges, and then you would give a pitch or a presentation. And Raggy did a sales oh, pitch. was so good. Of you. Get down to the toy store, the Hasbro toy store today. Only costs how many crystals and so much Vespine gas for your new heroic unit. But remember, don't run. Swarm Swarm. to the Toys R Us, (laughs) yes. And the Where's Waldo guy did a a riff on the Old Old Spice Spice commercial. He did the, look at me, look at Waldo. Now look at me. Now back to Waldo. Now back to me. Now you can see me. Do you know why you can see me? Because I want you to see me. Yeah. <laughs> but he he really did put some attention in there. He, he made sold it. glasses out of paper clips. Yes. I mean, for the limited resources these guys had, I was really impressed. The one I was disappointed I never got to see was Assassin Creed Pony. Oh, yeah, he, he yeah. showed up late. Yeah, so we had hard cutoff times. But when I saw it on Saturday, wow, even had a hidden blade. I mean, I was afraid of being ganked by this thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, you want, it would pwn you? Oh, it, it, yeah, now that I know how to spell pony. <laughs> yeah. But remember, it's P-W-N-I-E. I-E. Yes, apparently there are rules. So, yeah, so, so that was really interesting because we never got to go into the BYOC yeah. because it, they're very restricted access. stringent about the rules because it's other people's equipment in there. Yeah. So they have to be very watchful. But it was really cool, the, the variations of even computers we saw. The guy that sat next to me, he built his computer into an electric scooter. That was so awesome. Because I mean, he could. Because he could. And he's been doing CPU magazine contests on modifications for these kind of things. He was telling me, oh, yeah, I had to build the kill switch in there. But, I mean, his water cooling system, the re- overflow reservoir, had a plastic bubbler beta fish in it. I mean, this is the kind of level of detail <laughs> this guy was going to. That's awesome. We should have gotten pictures of that. Yeah. But, but that was really neat. And that's something that we haven't gotten to do. We'll probably never get to do something like that because that would just consume... All the time we would have, and we would never be able to get you any content. But it's really neat to have someone there who's experienced it, so they can at least give you a little taste if that's what you want to do when you come to PAX. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we went from, and that kind of jumped around. We actually did a lot of that contest today. However, uh, yesterday we finished the the free plays. We went and did a free play where they had a room set up with. 12 different stations for Steel Battalions, which is an old Xbox game. Original Xbox. Original Xbox with the large three-piece controller set like you're in a mech with foot pedals. I mean, the damn thing has a button for window uh, wipers to wash your windshield if you fall down because you get dirt on your windshield. It had buttons for everything imaginable on it and got to play with that. So it was really neat to see something that I think when it first came out cost like $200 for a controller and a game yep. and caused a lot of people to say no. <laughs> so it was fun to play that. Give me Mecha Salt. Yeah, so we did that. Um, then we also we also got to play a little we a little bit of a uh, we tried Munchkin. 
there was a board game uh, free play area. And same thing, you'd go, you'd give them their ID, you'd pick out the game, the tabletop game that you wanted to play, and we show, we so should have picked Zombie Dice. But oh, we, wow. we picked Munchkin, and none of us could get out of level one. That is a hard game, and it goes on forever Or perhaps and we, ever. we just fail that hard. Or we just suck. But see, now I've heard stories, and this is kind of what makes PAX so cool, is there was a gentleman playing Munchkin. And he's played it for quite a while, quite a while. And he's he's sitting there with this group, and all of a sudden he gets a tap on the shoulder. He's like, oh, so how do you like the game? And the guy's like, oh, I love this game. He turns around after the guy walked away, and he realized it was the creator of the game it checking up. Steve freaking Jackson. Yeah, Steve yes. Jackson checking up and seeing how people are responding to his game and if they like it, what they don't like. I mean, the people who create these things are walking around and asking questions. Yeah, that was that was really nice. So we had some time to kill, and that's what we did before the um, before we ran over to line up for concert. And and the concert consisted of MC Frontalot, followed by Paul and Storm, followed by Jonathan Colton, and yes, we recorded it for you. Yes, we sure did. Now I will warn you ahead of time: the you'll listen to the recording and say, "Wow, this recording sucks." Because you can't really hear the voice, that the instruments are kind of overpowering the voice. Like, And I want to tell you now, no, that's just how it sounded in the auditorium. That's there, what happens when you go to an orchestra hall and not a concert hall. That's, well, something was horribly wrong with the voice balance in there. And that's just, we get a great recording of it. That's just how it sounded to the live listeners. So please do not complain about the concert uh, voice quality because... That's how just how it was on the day. Yeah. So, I mean, but overall, the concert, I thought, was pretty well put together. I loved it. It was nice if you had a wristband. I'd love to hear from some folks that didn't have wristbands to see what that experience was like. Uh, basically, it was just a separation of the folks that either got to the uh, event that day going. early mm-hmm. enough to, to grab one. Um, some of the media folks, we all got uh, wristbands as well. So it was nice. We were able to get in the center of the theater. Uh, there was three different acts. You know, I think they went in order of awesomeness. And, oh, yeah. And then, Ragged, Ragged just reminded, they did round four of, of Omega Thon, which was, which was uh, the rock band, band round. With keyboard. Actually, right after, Jerry went out with his own band and played rock band. So, um, and the song they did, I found out later, was the special presentation from Privateer Press, which I don't know if people know, make the War Machine and Hordes game. This was going to be their big announcement. It's now a specific War Machine song that they agreed to do to rile up the crowd on Saturday night. Oh, well, it was actually really good. He did a really good job. They didn't mention, though, that at all they at the concert. That. They didn't see that at yeah. all. No, no. I, I had to go harass the privateer press guys the next day. And, you know, what the hell? I went there expecting this. And they looked at me and goes, that that was our announcement. That was the, the big oh, announcement give me a bandana. Song. <laughs> Hand me loot. You I lied. want loot for you guys deceiving me. <laughs> but, yeah, so it was actually really neat. Paul and Storm were funny as heck. They brought Will Wheaton on stage, and he was funny as heck. And then um, uh, Colton was, uh, he had a lot of new songs that he was working on at that same time. He's gone all electric on us. And and some of his new songs are really, really good. Yeah. 
There was there was one I would you know download in a heartbeat. Yeah, dissolve. Dissolve. Um, dissolve was good. But no, and there was also a lot of cross pollination. They had each act brought up the other two acts to do a Pretty certain much, number yeah. of songs yeah. with with them. So it was it was well done. It was very well done. It went super late, and we had a really long day that day. But it was really well done, and we will eventually get all that up. See, now I really wish you guys could have caught some of the concerts on Friday night where you can hear some of the crazier bands like Anamanaguchi and Metroid Metal, who I was able to catch last year, and they're phenomenal. And I had to talk to them afterwards. I'm like, wow, where did you get this idea of taking the Metroid music from the games and making it metal? And he looked at me with this kind of stare like, really? Have you listened to the music in the games? Tell me what's not metal about them. (laughs) But I mean, last year they rocked that something fierce. Yeah, it sounded like a lot of fun. We we just knew that there was no way. Um, well, there was just no way we could do three really, really, really late nights in a row. Yeah, and this one went pretty late. It was about one thirty when we let out, so we got back to the hotel till about two in the morning. Oh, that's why I'm so tired right yeah. now. <laughs> so it was it was the end of a you know a great day at PAX. Again, you really just want to split yourself because the thing is so huge. There's so much going on. Uh, that you gotta pick your battles. It was just a lot. I mean, or that, or they need to make it like a two week, like Mardi Gras type event. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just it's so much fun. There's so much that I I missed that because I wanted to do all these things, but um, then we also okay. So well, hang on, I'm gonna put gonna... Gnome on the spot here and say, why don't we take a, like a quick music break so I can get something to wet my Some throat? <laughs> music break, Gnome. Strangely enough, it's exactly time for music. Exactly. Yay! Music. So you're listening to the recap episode of Versus the World Productions coverage of PAX Prime 2010. Our trip was sponsored by the University of Advancing Technology. Check them out at uat.edu if you wish to become a game designer or a network security specialist. We'll be back right after this. Oh, my party. 
cocktail. What's in your drink, man? Wait, what? I said, what's in your drink, man? I don't know. I drank it, man. It's in my stomach. Ah, well, what's in your ears, then? First is the World Radio at vtwproduction.com. Ah, I love that place, man. Wait, what? up in the morning, wipe the sleep from my eyes, stretching and yawning, I need to be energized, so I walk into the office, I know just how, I'm gonna wake up with a couple wow. I push the power button and soon I'll be on my way. Just about to log in, but to my dismay, that's Tuesday, no, no, oh man, it's happening again, that's Tuesday, no, no, can't play till 11 a.m., that's Tuesday, no, no, what's a chunky gonna do, that's Tuesday, no, no, oh, it's my blues day. Liz, I know you're working hard, you're working smart But man, these past Tuesdays tearing me apart Now you may already know this, but I'll tell you here today Oh, you made Tuesdays a new Monday Please don't be upset over the message that I speak I just don't understand why you can't work while I sleep That's Tuesday, no, no Oh man, it's happening again That's Tuesday, no, no Can't play till 11 a.m. That's Tuesday, no, no What's a junkie gonna do? That's Tuesday, no, no Oh, it's my blues day Now the moral to this story May not be as it seems No, I'm not saying Tuesdays Are always bad for me So don't you go giving up, don't be giving in And most of all, don't lose heart Cause next Tuesday Next Tuesday Next Tuesday There may only be a 15-minute rolling restart. And versus the World Radio's coverage of PAX Prime 2010 continues. I'm pretty sure we only have another half hour left to this because, damn, we are old and tired. Speak for yourself. Yep. Yeah, because you're so chipper right now. I'm totally chipper. Yeah. When did you drop acid? 
We got steroids. Yeah. We Duke did Nukem. Get, we did get steroids. Thousand percent of awesome. <laughs> we, did, we were walking through the convention floor at the moment when they were busting out the large boxes of steroids, which yeah. were the huge bottles of cinnamon candy that were mocked up to look like actual medicine with yeah. the Duke Nukem logo on them and the steroids label. Yeah, these are big bottles. These are like big you know, honking bottles. 300, 400 count bottles. Yeah. They are big. Uh, with the label that says, yes, they have a thousand percent of your daily recommended value of uh, awesome. Awesome. Or awesome. And then it has like 300% your daily recommended uh, value of uh, attracting, attracting chicks. chicks. And then 200% your daily recommended value of kicking, kicking ass. ass. Yes. Yeah. So, all in all, a 100% effective uh, marketing tool. Now, things you can look forward to on our next day or so worth of pre-recorded postings. We visited with the Torchlight 2 team, where they were demoing their pre-alpha builds of cooperative online play, which I know a large section of our uh, population is looking forward to, because Torchlight was a rockin' good game. Yes. Torchlight 2... Uh, more than twice as big and includes cooperative online play capability. Yeah, we we jump in a little deeper in the interview that we'll be posting. Yes. They did mention, I mean, right now this sucker is alpha. Way wicked alpha, yes. Super alpha. So some features... It just barely works and we're showing you this tiny sliver of the yeah. game because only this part works. If I recall, her words were, it's a, it's in its embryonic stage. Embryonic, yes, was the phrase that Wonder, that's, yes, that's her actual name. Like in bread. Wonder as in the bread. Who gave us a great interview. We'll have that out to you shortly. And we have also visited the Portal 2 cooperative play demo. Awesomeness. Very awesome. And that that is like a whole extra game with your game, basically. So more than twice the content of the original Portal in just the co-op play section, not counting the almost, should be more than twice the content of original Portal single-player game. That's totally separate. Yeah, there's just like two games for the price of one. The little robotic avatars they have you playing as are freaking hilarious, and the puzzles are exponentially more complicated because they give you four portals that work together with each other and just play hell with the things you need to do to get the, the puzzles solved. Right. And Gladys is, of course, as dryly, threateningly hilarious as ever. She's very passive-aggressive oh in God, her yes. approach to trying to divide the your co-op partner and yourself. The co-op partners are, there's, there's blue and orange. So blue gets the blue and light blue portal. Orange gets the orange and red portal. And at the end of a segment, Gladys just pipes in with, there is no competition, but if there were one, Orange would be winning. Yeah. Well, everybody's performance is fine. However, Blue, yours isn't that good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gladys, Gladys is just as epic as ever. The, ep- the writers are still on their game, as far as we can tell from the bits we were shown. Now, I don't know if you got the saw, but my personal favorite of this one was the Death Spank 2 demonstration. We do with have the an interview with Thongs Death Spank. of Justice. Thongs of Destiny, the yes. Thongs of Virtue. Thongs of uh, Virtue. Virtue, they I'm were, sorry. They were, because you start off with the, the Thong of Justice is your, your thong. And you have to take on thongs of, like, the Thong of Culinary. Yeah. 
and Santa of your virtue and Santa. I cannot wait to beat up Santa. Yes, we do indeed have an interview with the producers of Death Spank Two. Yeah. Now we also had an interview with the uh, Making History. Yeah, Making History Two. Two. Um, the, the world at war. The, wo- no, the war of the world. The war of the world. Yeah, I always like. I always want to say war of the, the world, world, so I always try to pull it back to that. one. But yeah, no, this is a. This uh, is right up your alley. Yeah, you know, it, I mean, it, it's essentially Axis and allies on crack, steroids, and God. It's it's Axis and allies type graphics and play, but with the underbelly of maybe Europa Universalis or and maybe even some Panzer General thrown in. And to- it's and it's kind of an anachronism because it's a turn based strategy. Yeah. Oh no, not, not real time at all. It's turn based and it's strategy. It's not you're not getting down to the tactical level of controlling troops. You're moving your pieces around the board. You're dealing with diplomacy. You're dealing with the cultural uh, implications of conquering a territory based on whether or not their ethnicity, their, uh, oh, God, what else was it? Religion, their ideology, all those comes into play. You have spine, you have shipping lanes being blocked, and it starts in the World War II, 1939 area, but you can go all the way up to the mid-1960s in terms of technology. So it looked really good <laughs> like I have some friends that and it has online play they're going to be putting up a server that allows you to do a turn based game but it's hosted on their server so thus if you have multiple people across you know the internet playing in the game as soon as you take your turn it waits till everybody's turn is taken and then resolves the actions it goes to the next turn and it'll just send you an email saying hey by the way it's your turn now and you can go in and, and redo your action so it looked really really good yeah, that was really good. We also interviewed um, what the people that make this amazing furniture for gamers, um, and I have video and... For traditional tabletop style. For games. traditional tabletop, and actually their um, touch interface, you can play torch, original Torchlight on yeah. it, which they have a table that has kind of like a Microsoft um, Surface on there, but, but it's their own proprietary information. Well, not really proprietary because it's actually um, built on code that is um, it's uh, open it's, sourced. Yes, that's open sourced. And it's for D&D, and they had this great D&D demonstration. But the guy was also playing Touch Torchlight on this Surface, which was amazing, on this really solid, beautiful piece of furniture. So we have an interview with that. Plus, Daxa got to go to the all-girl meetup this morning. Oh, yeah. And I got to hang out with 100 geeky girls and talk to them. Oh, and let's not forget one of my favorite interviews with the Game Crush Girls. Yep. Um, that was really amazing. I had a blast talking to those girls. So we had um, we have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of content for you guys. We just have to have the time to get home, splice it together, and clean it up a little bit and put yep. it up for you. Yes. Coming soon to a website near you. Oh, yeah. Now, this might seem a little random, but I, I really want to know your guys' opinion on a new technology that we saw. We all use Vent for World of Warcraft and that. Dolby is coming out with a new one they're calling Axon. And when I played around with it, it was positional chat, but it was based on the position of your characters in-game. So if you're the 
your party member was behind you when they spoke through the vent team speak equivalent it, it sounded like it was behind you so you had an idea where everybody stood and the prices i were quoted it was you know free for eight people i mean come on where can you get that kind of quality anywhere else it looked great. I know you actually had a chance, though, to demo it as well, Daxa. I did. I demoed it. And not only, well, it's free for eight people, and then it's 20 bucks a year for everybody else. No, 20. No, no, 20 bucks for 80 people, yeah. So that is really, really, really awesome. Not only that, he demonstrated where, let's say you're playing two different teams. Let's say four people are on one team, four people are on the other team. And what you can do is you can split it. So when you talk, only four people will hear you, and the other four people will not. So it was a really, really neat technology. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought that was really interesting. I'd like to see how it plays out in-game. Yeah. It's not in WoW yet. No, it's not in WoW yet. But in any game, I'd like to see how it would play out in any game first. But it's very interesting. I think as doing a raid would be amusing to sit there and have somebody tell me, Okay, nobody go to the left. And then you hear, say, okay, wait a second, that came out of my left headset. Why is that coming out of my left headset? If I said nobody goes to the left, what the hell? <laughs> now, no offense, I'd be a little bit more concerned to find the tank and I hear somebody in front of me. Oh, yeah. no, wait a minute, that's one of our guildies again pulling the boss before we're ready. Uh, hunter pets, yeah, if they can model the hunter pet going, no, I hear it, <laughs> it's charging. <sighs> yes. So there was, I mean, there was not just games. There was hardware. There was four different headset vendors. We had new communication technology. Um, I mean, everything. Solid uh, state drives were being demoed. Oh, that that one was funny. The uh, Intel guy was not prepared for some of us that walked around and knew what we were talking <laughs> about. See, when I turn up the solid state drive, notice how the movie doesn't stop. Yes, but how long do they last? What's your what's your write cache to it? How many gigs were you writing a day? How long does it last? And he gives you the stare like. Why are you asking me this? Yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to buy your product, I need to know. Exactly. No, there was yeah, tons and tons of vendors there for everything under the sun. This is just we're really we're just talking about the computer and game vendors for stuff that's software. Uh, there's also dice, uh, books, uh, board games being demoed and sold. So it, it covered anything with the word game in it. Yeah, pretty much. And then um, we got to walk around a little bit for, I think we had, what, 15 minutes in between interviews where we walked around <laughs> and, saw, and saw what other games were available. And, you know, they were doing Epic Mickey, of course. They were demoing mm -hmm. Epic Mickey. Um, Rift uh, Planes, Planes of, of Talara, Talara was awesome. Um, Terra really was really interesting in their gameplay. Talara was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, but Terra, Terra was pretty interesting in their gameplay. They there was a new Kirby game, which is so freaking cute. I can't even tell you. Kirby is made out of string, and the world is crocheted. And when the, the little Kirby walks on top of the, the crochet, it actually bends down because it's a soft world. It's so freaking cute. Um, totally a cutie girl game. But that was really cute. Um, of course... Um, Assassin's Creed. We had what other games Infamous did we had? A, two. Infamous Two. There were so 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 many games that we really really needed just way more hands and way more people to 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 cover it and enjoy some of it. Um, but you know this is our first packs and we'll definitely learn from this. 
and maybe we can wake up Gnomewise to see if he remembers anything else that we need to talk about. PAX is really neat for the fact that you see E3 on TV and it's all the big games. I saw a lot of them here. Infamous 2, Little Big Planet 2, Guild Wars 2, you know, a lot of the big blockbusters people are waiting for. But then you turn around and here's all these board games, card games, dice games, little tournaments running around. I like it for the fact that it's more than just video games. I I love to play them, but I also do a little bit more on the side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it covers the gambit. So it was really good. And again, it just needs to be longer. Because yeah, there's I I could spend a day just doing board games, but spend a day, day just in the free play. Yeah. yeah, the free play is awesome. Just everything was really really fun. We didn't get to do a lot of things, but like I said, we'll learn for next time. Make sure you guys get the coverage. We'll try again to split all this together. Unfortunately, um, there's just so so much of it, and. Uh, that was pretty much the end of today, right? We went through that. I don't think we did any other panels. Um, and then you already heard our Misty story. So <laughs> that brings us pretty much to the end of the day. Misty. But I do have to thank real quick Gnomewise, Grail, and Daxa for showing their support for me while I showed my little Zergling oh, yeah. pony. Oh, yeah. You sold it well. Woo-hoo, we got some video awesome. of a lot of that, too. <laughs> so we'll, we'll at least get some uh, some pics up of the ponies because, man, the, the top ten were very creative. Very well done. I have absolutely no complaints other than the fact that I'm completely sleep-deprived and ready for bed. Yep. So I think... That brings us to the end. You can kill it. Of our brief recap show for the last day of Penny Arcade Expo 2010, a.k.a. PAX Prime. We will be posting a metric crap ton of <laughs> Which is the technical term. That is a technical term. I'm tired and old. Boy. <laughs> Watch vtwproductions.com for all the pre-recorded goodness we'll be sending to you soon. I have been Gnomewise. I have been Daxa. I've been Grail. And I've been the lucky one to hang with him, Reggie. Good hunting. We the hell are out of here. The song contains strong language. Listener discretion is advised.